0: Album 69. Heart of the Congos by the Congos. Suggested by Mick Parkin. When I was pondering this project, one idea I had was to consume and review Rolling Stone's top 500 albums of all time. I'd do a couple of day, maybe, and take them from 500 up to one, before ranking them in my own order of preference. I ditched the idea pretty quickly, mainly because I couldn't see why anyone would actually care. Another reason was that, hell, there are a thousand reviews of Sgt. Pepper or Pet Sounds out there, while the 1,000 suggested albums shtick makes it more personal and unique. But never say never. Who knows? I might take up the 500 after I finish my current thousand. The final nail in this plan's coffin was the fact that I'd be listening to a host of albums that were historically charged, powerhouse releases for a certain time and place in music's great tapestry. Albums that placed highly in part through excellence and in part through worthiness. That sounded daunting and a surefire way to expose my naivety. I'd state my inexpert opinion on the internet, getting shot down by a host of musical Miranda Priestley's claiming that my beloved blues album is actually cerulean. Heart of the Congos by the Congos feels like one of these pit traps. Released out of the ramshackle Black Ark Studios in Jamaica in 1977, Heart of the Congos had a modest run of a few hundred copies. It went on to become one of the most influential reggae albums of all time, and one of the seminal albums of the 70s. Great stuff, if you like reggae. Personally, I don't mind a little reggae. I like its percussive nature, even if it is a little bongo-heavy. It's uplifting and happy, a carnival sound. I'm not a massive fan, but sure, fire it up, I'll dig it. Part of the Congos has a raw garage sound, which is entirely in keeping with its roots. In fact, it's so earthy I'm reminded of crackling blues recordings from the Crossroads. While such a shoestring sound works for the blues, that's not the case with this. There's a remastered release from 1996 which I'd hope would be smoother, but as that's pioneered by Mick Hucknell, I can't recommend it, as no right-thinking human should dally with that evil ginger spaff crumpet. Another issue I have is the religious nature of the lyrics, a common theme of the genre. Songs like Ark of the Covenant and Sodom and Gomorrah do their best to spread the tendrils of the Holy Cthulhu. I appreciate the need, but it's not my bag. On a more positive note, the songs are gentle and uplifting, as you'd expect. There's a summer feel to the whole thing, and you can almost feel the foundations being laid for an entire generation. The opener, Fisherman, is perhaps the strongest track, but I've a fondness for the bouncing la-la-bam-bam. The songs all raise a smile, and can you really expect anything more? But, overall, when you take the low-quality sound and rudimentary, albeit influential, style, I can't give this more than 5 out of 10. There's much better reggae out there, but those albums owe their existence to albums like this. They're musicians playing bongos on the shoulders of giants. I'm Craig Stevenson, and this is the 1000 Albums Project.